All right. How's everybody doing today? It's a wonderful, gloomy April 12th. Um, yeah, not snowing, but it's foggy, rainy, cruddy in the midst of, uh, you know, everything that else that's happening in the world. I uh, hope everybody's doing all right. Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, we're going to get into a little bit here. Um, couple things I want to cover first. Uh, last week I talked about Kurt Cobain and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I always, as much as I sound like a jerk here, but I always forget that Lane Staley actually passed on the same, on the same day. Um, that's so weird. That's so weird. Um, fan Allison Chains. You know, you, sh- you should be. <laughs> um, so you should probably, uh, let's see here, Down in a Hole is my favorite Alice in Chains song. So you should uh, you should go look at that. Be a good idea. Um, the next day, uh, April 6th, uh, was the birthday and the day of Merle Haggard's passing. So kind of uh, cap that one off there. Um Check out uh, Mama Tried, excellent, and then uh, Holding Things Together, fantastic, fantastic songs. Uh, and then also, let's see here, a couple days ago, John Prine passed away too. Um, I'm not super familiar with John Prine before that. I've heard his name, obviously, and I've heard some of his stuff. Um, one of the great American songwriters, Um Started in like 1970, so a super duper long career. Uh, lots of Grammy nominations and wins. Um, check out "In Spite of Ourselves." I really enjoy that one. Um, one that came off of his uh, last album that he put out in 2018. It's called "When I Get to Heaven." It's like a uh, oh. There's a super youthful, fun um, side to kind of calling his shot. It's uh, it's actually a really fun song. Um, and then Summer's End is a fantastic song. Um, it'll hit you in the feels for sure. So go check those out. Um, also today, actually, uh, another one of my favorite bands, 311, Nick Hexum. It's his birthday today, number 50. So uh, excellent. You know, you don't know 311? Well, you should. Put it in your life. A um, couple little things that are happening. Not only do I like music, but I like, uh, you know, UFC and um pearl wrestling stuff like that so we're gonna talk a little bit about that real quick get that out of the way uh this big rigmarole with all the um you know crap that's going on right now but ufc 249 dana what dana white was adamant about putting this thing on uh got a private island fight island as they call it as he calls it um this thing was gonna happen and then uh because they're they're their programming is partnered through ESPN. ESPN's owned by Disney. I guess ESPN and Disney had to come down and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
all this stuff's going on, still want to throw a fight. Yeah, you should probably pull a plug on this thing. So after all this bending over backwards, put a card together. It was awesome looking card. And he's got to pull the plug. Totally get it. Totally get it. I don't know. Uh, I I mean, I guess I, I understand, you know, I, not everybody makes Conor McGregor money there. You know, that's that's Conor McGregor and two other people probably that make that kind of money. But, uh, you know, I'm, I, I don't know why they didn't just cancel this thing. They should have. But, hey, I, uh, I'm not the boss. That's why I'm not a boss. So. No, well, it was it was uh, you know Habib was out and then Gaethje was in and it was going to be a craziness between Ferguson and Gaethje. I was really looking forward to that thing. You have uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Francis and Ganu and uh, Rosenstreich. They're they're those guys can throw bricks. So it was looking cool, but totally get it. They'll get all this. They'll be fine. They'll this all come back together, and hopefully, we finally get Habib and Ferguson for you know the first time for the last time here. That'll be number six whenever they try to make this thing, anyways. But it seems to be cursed. But oh well, all those fight fans. That's 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 uh, that's what we want. It's <laughs> the fight that we want, and uh, getting pulled again. But what can you do? What can you do? <clears throat> got to keep people safe, safe in the world of getting punched in the face. But I digress. So, uh, also, uh, WrestleMania 36 was last week. Um, I didn't really cover any of it, or I didn't say anything about it actually. But that's, um, I just wanted to. They, it was so big that it was too big for one night, so they had to do two. It was weird. The match, most of the matches were really good. But it was weird. There was no crowd. You know, they just did it in front of, like, the announcers and cameramen. It was very strange, and they call it WrestleMania, you know. Um, it was weird to watch. It was super weird to watch. Um, but enjoyable at the same time, so I can't complain too much. Uh, I liked... Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan, um, Sammy, Sammy just being this uh, chicken. Uh, he's got goons that uh, can handle most of stuff, and he but he takes a good ass whipping. He takes a good ass whipping, <laughs> and he just looks like he's gonna cry the entire time. He's not trying to be a tough guy whatsoever. <laughs> um, the uh, Triple threat for the tag titles. That was pretty good, though, too. You know, those as a ladder match. Um, you know, those are those are train wrecks anyways, typically. You know, it's just kind of the nature of the beast with that. But uh, that was good, enjoyable. I like Kevin, uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Seth Rollins. Um, the, the Undertaker and Styles, their, uh, their Boneyard match, you had no idea what, what that meant. Um, going into it, had no idea. I don't know. I I I have I haven't watched the TV shows. I didn't know if they put any um backstory into it or whatever. But I had no idea what to expect, and that was uh surprisingly entertaining. It was really entertaining. It was a lot of fun. 
I liked it. Um, and then night two, Charlotte and uh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's a star. Kind of knew that from, you know, years prior. Charlotte, obviously, she's the she's the best woman's talent there's ever been in that company. Probably ever, really. I mean, what can you say? She's fantastic. Um, I liked Otis and Ziggler. Good story. Otis is a lot of fun. He's uh he's from northern Wisconsin. Um <laughs> of course he's gotta be a a giant man that talks funny from Wisconsin, but hey, we'll take it. <laughs> no, that was a lot of fun. Uh Edge and Orton, I think went 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes too long, but they beat the absolute freaking snot out of one another. Um, good time there. Wyatt and Cena, that was <laughs> oh, that was the damnedest thing, wasn't it? Firefly Funhouse match. Again, had no idea what to expect. It wasn't really a match. It was it was strange, but at the same time, you couldn't stop watching, so I guess that's good stuff. <laughs> uh, and then Drew winning uh, the uh, title over Lesnar. That was awesome. Good for him. He's, he's a... Uh, it's been a fantastic talent for a long time and has really come back to that company uh, with uh, a fire um, lit under him. So that was that was awesome. That was good times. Um, all right. Let's see here. Um, I touched on a little bit of something last week. <sighs> Sip of coffee. Uh, I touched on a little bit of something last week um, that I was going to talk about at a later date. Well, it's a later date, so I guess I'm going to talk about it today. Um, it's called Crippling Self-Doubt, um, also known as the Imposter Syndrome. Um, basically, it's, you know, you go to play a show and you see someone, uh, you know, you, you play a show or you you just, you're watching YouTube, you're practicing guitar or, or whatever, Um instrument or I guess art form even, you know, it goes to pretty much anything um, where you see somebody playing, you know, or you see someone on YouTube or you see somebody doing something that, you know, the same kind of thing that you do only like way better, maybe, maybe, maybe not even way better, but just different, but really good or whatever. And you automatically doubt what you do. Why am I doing this? You got you automatically like, oh, I don't belong here. You know, no matter what you do, you don't fit in. You're not you're not good enough. We've kind of all seen that. You know, you either you go see a, a, a giant band or the you know, whoever wh- whoever's doing what whatever um is just ripping. You know, either the singer is just top notch. And you're a singer, and you're like, oh, well, I, I, I'm no, I'm nothing because I can't do that, you know, guitar player, drummer, everyone, bass player, same thing. This always, this always comes in, you know, you're with musicians. It pretty much always creeps in. It depends just on how good you, you don't sell it. <laughs> um. Yeah, just this this 
overwhelming feeling of not fitting in. You don't feel like you 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 belong. Um, you're not as talented as you are. Um, you know, and the other thing is everybody knows it. You look, you look at some uh, somebody, and they look at you, and you think they go. Oh. You just think like, oh, they know. I'm caught. I'm caught. They know. I'm. I'm gonna get. I'm found out. It's over. I don't even know why I'm doing this. I don't even know why I'm doing this. That's what crippling self doubt is. Imposter syndrome. That's another another way to say it. You know, you're gonna get found out. It's what it is. Um, we all fight this. I think everybody everybody fights this at some point. Uh, even if you are that that big um, that big band that other people come to see and go, oh man, I'm not as good as that. At some point in your life, you had that too. I think it's I think it's almost a necessary evil, you know. But I think a lot of people end up getting over it, or they learn how to almost harness that and push them to become better. You know, even if no one is going, oh, this guy's, this guy's no good. You kind of pretend in your head that they are. So you, you practice harder, you learn more, you become better. And that's a great thing. But then there's another side of it too, where you can let it bury you. Um, You never get over it. You just let it consume you. I think a lot of people quit doing that. That's not good either. That's not good either. Large band, small band, really talented, not so talented. You're worth you're worth something. Um, you're needed. Someone, there's somebody that needs to hear what you're saying. If it's the words you're singing, or the guitar melodies and harmonies you're playing, or the the rhythms or the melody that the bass player and the drummer are locking in on, someone, I think, needs to hear that. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't matter how big time, small time, whatever. Someone needs to, there's someone that needs to hear what you're saying. I think it also comes from, oh, what am I trying to say here? Being a musician, you need to get positive feedback. It's always positive feedback. It always stems on what other people think about what you're doing. Um, people have to support you so they spend money on you. And if you want to support yourself being a musician, you have to have people spend money on you. So that's a lot of that can be a lot of pressure, especially if your livelihood depends on it. You know, if you if it's your weekend hustle, then eh, you can get away with um not caring as much if you make anything most of the time we don't anyways um but there's a lot hinging on if you pay your bills playing music um i talked a bunch you know i talked about it last week about having to you know we really got to support the our, our artist friends um, this is a little different. I think this just comes from 
these are part of the self-doubts of being a musician or an artist is when you're on your own as far as you know you write your music you do this you, you do the music that you want to do but it still hinges on people liking it so like i said before so they can spend so they'll spend money on you that's kind of a mind fuck it really is um it's a hard thing to to look past sometimes especially when things aren't going well or you think you're not getting the the breaks you feel you you worked for you earned not trying to be a jerk about saying oh i earned this but no just you know by by your hard work you really you it's you, you got to think man it's got to pay off sometime it's got to pay off sometime and it sometimes it it just takes it's really hard to be patient <laughs> um that all feeds back into crippling self-doubt cuz if you put all this time effort money into writing these songs recording these songs and you're not getting the response you feel like you should get you know that just that that takes your confidence away um and then that feeds into i'm i'm gonna get found out someone they know they know i'm i gotta be a fake i gotta be a fake i can't be as good as i think i am it all it all comes back to that and i think that's where it where it comes from it's this, it's it's a circle of we like i said start by ourselves writing our own music and then it's got to be put out to the people and then once it gets out there all bets are off you know can you 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 can't um can't do anything after that um, as far as making people like your music, they're either going to like it or they're not. How many bands have, uh, have, have we listened to that, you know, there's, you get 20 people together, 10 of them like it and the other 10 don't, it's, you don't know, you have no idea what's going to happen after that. And that's unsettling. But at the same time, it's, it's also the, the other 10 of those 20 people that, like the music that will do the do the lifting of the other 10 and we can get praises and praises and praises from those first 10 but those second 10 are the ones that we focus on <laughs> uh it's such a uh being human is so strange it seems especially when we put ourselves in the positions to uh try to entertain other people or, you know, me talking to myself in a microphone. <laughs> Only I, uh, I'm not, um, hoping people, uh, pay for stuff for me so I can pay my bills with this. So I guess I'm lucky at that. <laughs> or you, you guys are lucky. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's see. Um, there's there's some places that people think that this 
imposter syn- syndrome comes from um kind of I just touched on it there being just a silly musician <laughs> um that that could be one but then there's there's there are a lot of things that maybe not into the arts but there are it it goes through all sorts of life here it um yeah it com- it goes through every every part of life uh a lot of people think it's it's just it, I mean like, like, a, like a lot of things it stems in childhood. Um, either you're not praised, you know. There's some, there's some, uh, there's some kids unfortunately that just they never get that 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 pat on the back. Nothing's ever good enough, and that and that you know extends into uh, adulthood. Um, Another one is undeserved praise. So, uh, meaning that, like, uh, no matter what, you always did the best. You're always the best. You could have gotten a C. Well, yeah, that, you know, blaming somebody else, that teacher had it out for you, yada, yada, yada. Or you just, you know, you get a, get a participation, participate, I can speak. <laughs> participation trophy hey there we go um you're a winner even though you didn't win you know um it kind of a lack there's a that kind of go leads into like a lack of entitlement whereas you do all the work and someone else gets the praise for it or your work gets um downplayed but but someone right next to you, they did the same kind of thing and they get like showered with praise. So you're constant. You're, it's another one of those. You're constantly not good enough kind of things. Um, I read too that like family labels, I, I didn't really have, I didn't really grow up having this, but I know there's lots of people that do where it's like, Oh, the, she's the smart one. Uh, he's the sensitive one, you know, so they get treated differently. And then that kind of that's that stigma, uh, gets attached to you. And again, that's, that's a hard thing to shake. Um, all these are hard things to shake, especially when you're, when, if you're, if that happens during childhood, you know, that, that kind of lives with you, the, your whole, your whole life. Um, so a couple ways to, to get over this kind of, um, you got to accept the praise. You don't, don't doubt it. It's really hard, especially most people are, you know, I don't think a lot of people really accept praise all that well. Um, I know I really don't. My wife doesn't either, you know, but, uh, you always want it. You always want it, and 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 when you get it, you don't believe it. <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, when you play with a band, um, and like let's say you're getting ready for your own set or something like that. So just in passing, you see somebody in the band, hey, good set. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I never had the balls to do it because I wouldn't want it done to me, but a lot of times, Hey, good set. Oh yeah. What did you like about it? 
Uh, don't pull that. Don't pull that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyways, getting back, getting back to, uh, um, what I was saying here is, uh, before is, is the art form, the art form needs you. I think that's the main thing of all this is the art form needs you. You have something to say. It may not be as good as, you know, player A, not the same as player B, but that doesn't mean it's not important. Um, someone always, always needs to hear what you say. There's somebody. They may not be listening today. They might not be listening next week, but there's some point that they're listening. You're going to find that one person that says, out of everything that I've heard, this, this is what, this is what I needed. And you're the one that, you're the one that, um, that said it. They're going to be, they're going to be your biggest fan. And they're also going to be your, your most diehard fan. There's, and those are the fans that you want. You don't want the fly by fly by night fans here at night, gone tomorrow morning. You want the ones that no matter what, they're going to support you. You could have put out two bad albums, but you know that that uh, that album three albums ago that was the one that got me out of whatever. They're going to stick with you. They're going to believe in you. They're going to constantly believe in you. You just have to find those people. And that's that's the main thing to get over this self-doubt, um, this imposter syndrome. So you belong. You're supposed to be there. Maybe it won't manifest in, you know, the being able to support yourself, which is okay. Most, most of, most musicians don't support themselves. You know, we went into this last week, uh, a bit. Most, most musicians cannot support themselves um, playing music, but that doesn't mean your voice can't be heard. Um, so you got to stop, you get, you got to, you're supposed to be there for somebody. Um, your art needs to be heard. Um, your the art needs you and you just have to stop comparing yourself to everybody. It's very difficult. Um, that leads into, uh, leads into this last thing is just, you got to love what you have. You know, if you compare yourself to somebody, you, 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 you become envious and you could be jealous and not having what they have. And then you stop being happy for what you do have, and that's a uh, that's a that's a dark 
that's a dark place to be in. Um, you don't want to be there. You don't, you definitely don't want to be there. Um, but you do want to be there for your art. That's where you need to be. So screw, screw the self doubt, screw the imposter syndrome. It's not worth it. It's there. You got to push that shit away. Um, you got to push that shit away because uh, the art needs you. Um, you're the one that chooses how you feel. Um, you choose to either um, be envious and compare yourself or you choose to be happy for with what you have. Um, so yeah, that's a way to get over it. The art needs you. The fans need you. We need you. So just be you. Um, I didn't know exactly where I was going to go with any of this. I appreciate listening. Um, one other announcement right quick is uh, 20 Watt Tombstone, who I uh, played the song last week, Your Man's a Jerk. Uh, hope you guys went and bought that or listened to it on YouTube. Watch that video. It's freaking hilarious. Um, they are doing a Facebook Live concert uh, tomorrow night, I believe at 7 p.m., um, that would be April 13th. Um, it's called Benefit for COVID-19. This is how good these people are. Okay, they both pay their pay their bill. They pay their bills with rock and roll. And yet, during this time, they're still putting on a benefit. You can donate and all the proceeds. All the proceeds go to um, benefiting this COVID-19. I don't know. I don't know how you get. I don't know how how better people. I don't know how, how there's such good people in this world. Tom and Mitch, uh, y'all are fantastic. Um, you deserve everything. You know, you guys deserve everything in this world. So please, anybody listening to this, uh, find Twenty One Tombstone on the Facebook machine. Uh, tomorrow night, I believe it's around seven. I know there's an event, uh, page, but they're going to go live. They have a couple of sponsors. They have like a sound person, you know, it's going to be, it's not going to be just somebody recording on a cell phone. This, this seems to be like, it's going to be a, a real deal here. And, uh, they're awesome people. Yeah. For, for a great cause. So follow the links that I had last week. I think it's at 20 watt tombstone on, on the Facebook. So find them there and, uh, tune in and, uh, donate some money to benefits so we can beat this stupid thing and, uh, get some life, get back some semblance of, uh, of normalcy here. Uh, hopefully it doesn't go back to normal. I think there's, there's lessons that need to be learned out of this. Um, 
hopefully we can all just be better. You know, be 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 better humans, better better people, be better to everybody. Uh, smile at your uh, neighbor, whatever. Um, give them air high fives right now. <laughs> um, and just remember, just remember that uh, screw this crippling self doubt thing. Uh, your art needs you. The fans need you. We need you. Thank you very much. Have a good, uh, have happy Easter. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>